welcome back to Cape Corner, where we explore the history, story, and cultural impact of a different character or group every episode. I'm Blue, and today I'm joined by a new co-host. Hello, my name is Jay. Yeah, and um, <laughs> in case anybody is, like, worrying, uh, don't worry, I didn't just replace Jordan, um, that I'm not quite that much of a dickhead. Uh, no, so Jordan has told me that he really only knows superhero stuff and you know in earlier episodes i've said that i kind of want to once in a while include maybe some anime or video game characters you know like other nerd shit not just superheroes although that's sort of like you know what the podcast is named after but whatever uh so uh jay here will be uh, working with me on any of the non-superhero episodes. Uh, is there anything that you would like to sort of say about yourself? or? Um, I'm just a big old nerd. I love everything. Superheroes, anime, big gaming. gaming. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess like, I, I keep saying like anime and video game, but I guess non superhero stuff also includes like sci fi shit. So we could also wind up doing like Star Wars characters. I am totally down with that. Um, <laughs> we're we're gonna probably get a lot of hatred <laughs> during like a Luke Skywalker <laughs> episode, but that's fine. They can suck my dick. So anyway, um, uh, so we are gonna start things off with an anime character um it's like you and i are both pretty well versed in the naruto series except for boruto we're not watching that shit or i'm not anyway <laughs> um a lot of hate for this but i actually kind of i'm not saying it's a perfect anime but <laughs> wait i thought you told me that you haven't like completely finished naruto though I haven't. <laughs> you watching the sequel before? You... <laughs> uh. I kind of have a habit of that. Like, for example, with Mass Effect, I played the first and I went straight and played that through, and then I finished the second. <laughs> oh my god, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Well, because like, okay, the the only reason. Like, I understand Mass Effect 1 wasn't as streamlined. Mass Effect 2 is the best one, though. Like, loved Mass Effect 2. Have you played Andromeda? I actually really like Andromeda. Andromeda's good. Ryder's a better character than Shepard. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, we are yeah, going but... to be talking, huh? I was gonna what? say, yeah writer you can't <laughs> are you a liara romancer yeah I tally all day for me she's second on my list but liara best girl for sure i think liara is just a little bit too dry for me really not like you, you get what i mean like personality wise yeah but, you know, it's fine. To each their own. But uh, today, we're going to be discussing... Okay, so I know, like, 
you you've listened to an episode or two so you know i do this thing where i like give all their monikers or nicknames before i say their name like mm-hmm. as if somebody hasn't read the title of the episode <laughs> um and uh what's great is that in neither one of this character's monikers are uh particularly uh positive like one of them is neutral at best <laughs> so <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Forehead Girl or Billboard Brow and Tsunade Jr. Uh, we're talking about character. <laughs> that that's a fan moniker, yes. Uh, we're talking about Sakura Haruno. She's Sakura Uchiha, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so when you and I were talking about doing naruto characters we realized that we had to do sakura first because if we didn't every single time every time we talked about like sasuke or hinata or naruto it would always lead into a sakura unless we got the rancel out of the way so now we will do this and then in the future when we do one of those other episodes and we start to like get irritated about sakura we can just be like uh, go watch our Sakura episode <laughs> to understand <laughs> why. Um, so, d- how how would you like to structure this? Do you like normally I talk about the origin of a character, but uh, the only origin for her is like her fictional one, and that ties into her character flaws uh, for me. Uh, would you like to say any like? immediate uh impressions like general statements that you want to make about the character right off the bat when i first started naruto i did not like her not even knowing anything i just knew i didn't like her <laughs> kind she of was immediately just... unlikable yeah <laughs> like she's loud and violent but doesn't do anything to any positive effect for the team uh immediately seems incredibly shallow and boy crazy just like every other girl is so there's nothing that really makes her stand out aside from her design uh is mean it's just really fucking mean (laughs) and and like okay well i'll I, I do want to, like, start talking about her uh, backstory that's given, because it's very short, but it also immediately transitions into why we don't like her. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so okay, the, the most we get for her backstory is that when she was a little tyke, um, she was sort of timid, and she was kind of bullied by some of the other girls in the Leaf Village. Um, and and Eno, who is a much more likable character, uh, came to her defense and befriended Sakura. Uh, Eno Yamanaka did. And um, the two of them were close friends. She actually gave Sakura some self-confidence. Uh, as a matter of fact, so the thing with the billboard brow, um, uh, apparently uh, Sakura has a big forehead and that's something that like some of the other girls were teasing her about. 
So she was trying to hide her forehead with like her hair. But uh, Ina was like, nah, girl, flaunt that shit. And she gave her a ribbon to tie her hair back. Um, and so later on, when she has her ninja headband, she actually just replaces the ribbon with the headband. Um, and then everything goes to shit when they hit puberty and they see uh, a, a, a hot little boy that makes their lady dicks all crazy. And all of a sudden, they hate each other because they both want to fuck a guy. And that's it. They know next to nothing about the person, but he's handsome. And that's good enough to throw away your friendship. It's like high school all like- over. You know what? I would say that, but even the chicks in high school weren't this bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> like, they go fucking bullet. Like, I'm absolutely convinced that Sasuke is like the Gary Stu self insert character from Masashi Kishimoto because it's just like, it doesn't matter if a girl is four or 40, she is going to be slobbering all over Sasuke. Fucking the Mizukage is like you know middle-aged or something judging by her uh issues um and like sasuke's 16 and she's like mm, you chiamen are so dashing and it's like ew fucking what is wrong with you stop cool, <laughs> this is gross found it for ended up kissing sasuke before sakura ever did this is true. That was pretty great. Um, <laughs> and look, like, I'm not one that's, like, overly nitpicky about um, anime characters finding younger anime characters attractive to a certain extent. Like, people like to get mad about, like, say, Midnight from My Hero Academia, but it's whatever. It's not like she ever touched the kids or whatever. But with the Mizukage, it's like, come on, man. That guy's literally terrorizing you guys right now. Why? <laughs> It's like once the dick man. <laughs> it's like if as the Boston bombers were blowing up the race, people were like, but he's cute though. <laughs> Which is still fucked up that they said that at all, but you know. Uh okay, but yeah, so the the thing with Sakura is that it's clearly it's a purely physical thing. Like she later on claims to be in love with Sasuke, but she doesn't really know jack shit about him. Like to the point where in episode three, she is making fun of Naruto for being an orphan, which by the way, great fucking character. I see why so many of you bitches love to look at Sakura. Like she's some sort of role model. Losers. But anyway, uh, she's making fun of Naruto being an orphan to Sasuke, who is also an orphan. <laughs> and it's like, it's not, it's not like the Uchiha clan massacre is some well-guarded secret like Naruto having the fox. Like, it's pretty open knowledge that his family was slaughtered. So she Sakura even... doesn't even... Go ahead, she... sorry. Even went as far as when fucking Sasuke was talking about, I'm gonna restore. Like, uh. (laughs) yeah. So she's listening to his motivations as a human being. She's too busy wanting to rip his fucking shirt off. Ah, 
I understand being horny, but there's a line. <laughs> she <laughs> did not cross that line. She pole vaulted over that shit. Like, imagine so and be like, I'm really missing my dad since he passed away. And you're just thinking, <laughs> I hate to rip off your pants and fuck you. <laughs> no! Like, you're right. That's totally what she's like. It's fucking disturbing. Like, she's a sociopath is what she is. Yeah. That's exactly what she is. Somebody fucking, like, like says she tried to beat Konohamaru once uh, because he implied that, like, Naruto might have banged her. And it's like, he's 10 or something. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, and it's not like she was going to do like a bonk over the head. Like she was using that shit that like crushes rock. <laughs> so, uh, so again, not a super uh, likable, positive character. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Okay, so when it comes to her extreme thirst over... Oh, and by the way, before anyone wants to be like, well, uh, yeah, maybe she made fun of Naruto being an orphan when she was, like, 12, but, like, she got better later. Really? Because in Road to Ninja, she was 16, and all because she had a slight disagreement with her mom, she literally told Naruto, like, uh... I wish my parents were dead like yours. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie. I haven't, no. It's uh, Shippuden Movie 6, I believe. Uh, the entire premise is that um, uh, Toby is practicing for the infinite Tsukuyomi, and he puts them in like a imagined alternate world where uh sakura's parents were the ones that saved the village from until fox so uh they're they're dead uh both minato and kushina are alive um naruto's name is minma uh and everybody's personality is like backwards somehow like sasuke is a fuckboy but, but like a purposeful one, not an accidental one like he is in the show. Um, <laughs> like like he's constantly like, oh, a rose for you, my beautiful flower. And the girls are like, eh. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I think Ten Ten is just clumsy as shit and constantly hurting herself on her uh, weapons. Neji is a pervert who uses his Byakugan to peep on people. Um, oh my uh, gosh. Eno is like, Eno is all like uh quiet and nervous and uh I think she's like a librarian or something. Oh, the best one. Hinata uh is like super aggressive hot bitch. Like she's got uh lipstick. Um she has the same outfit but now her like jacket is open so you can practically see her fishnet titties at all times and she's just like Menma Get over here. Who said that you could look at other girls? I'm the one that you're going to breed. And he's just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, legitimately uh, great movie. But um, uh, but yeah, she, she literally fucking mocks him. Uh, not mocks him at this point, but is like 
really downplaying the severity of what it's like to grow up without parents. And I understand in that movie, it's like an arc she goes through because the first night of being able to do whatever the fuck she wants in her house is great. And then the second night, she's starting to get really fucking lonely <laughs> because, yeah, you don't have a family. Good job wishing that away. <laughs> and then... And what's worse is that because Naruto is like, Naruto, as soon as they got put in this world, Naruto is the one to be like, we got to figure out a way to get back. And she's like, nah, I'm going to enjoy not having my parents for a while. And then so like Naruto didn't have any recourse but to go home. And like, because he got to interact with his parents, when the time comes, like she's like, okay, I, I've had my fun and... I want to go home now because it turns out not having parents is bad. He's like, yeah, that's why I kind of don't want to go home now. Why did you make <laughs> me stay here? Um, okay. But so anyway, in terms of her uh, motivations, her motivation is getting dicked down by Sasuke. And that is literally it. The entire reason she became a Kunoichi was to be close to Sasuke, who was going to be a ninja. Like, like even before the Uchiha clan massacre, the Uchiha were, like, born and bred to be ninjas, right? So it was kind of always going to be Sasuke was going to the ninja academy. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like, after the massacre, he's like, I need to not just be a ninja, I need to be a ninja strong enough to kill Itachi, one of the strongest ninja ever. So it's like, yeah, he was very clearly going to the academy. So she's like, I'm gonna join the ninja academy so I can be close to Sasuke. And like, when she's there, she proves that she could be extremely competent, even very skilled as a ninja. She absorbs all the lessons and has an intricate understanding of chakra control. She's really good at, like, the small feats of chakra control techniques. She can release genjutsu very early on. Um, but, despite all of that, there's the three requirement jutsu that you need to pass. The substitution jutsu, the transformation jutsu, and the clone jutsu. Throughout all of part one, those are the only moves she knows. That's it. Because, again, she never cared about being a good ninja. She wanted to get as far as she needed to go to be paired up with Sasuke. And once she achieved that, mission accomplished. Don't need to do anything more. Fuck it. And, and it was like every single other one of the Konoha 12 had at least one other jutsu they knew by the time they graduated because they all wanted to be good ninjas. She just you know, like Barney. Yeah, Barney <laughs> Rockley, of course, but like that's due to like a fucking disability, <laughs> not like. And even then, he, like, the taijutsu he was learning was, like, miles ahead of, like, anything that she dared to... And it's like... Uh, okay, so at the end of part one, the only reason she goes to Tsunade to start learning healing and, like, strength stuff 
is literally, again, it's only because of Sasuke. Sasuke has left the village. Her first move when Sasuke was escaping from her grass was to sick Naruto on the problem, which is her usual go-to. But then this time, Naruto came back and was unable to finish the job by himself. So she went, he needs reliable backup. Now, I will put in some effort to become reliable backup to help him get Sasuke back. And then once she learned those two things, medical ninjutsu and the super strength, she was once again like, okay, I'm fine. I never need to progress past this. Meanwhile, both and, Naruto and Sasuke are getting more and more shit. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, in the beginning of Shippuden, when it first started, she was seen as at least somewhere within the same ballpark as Naruto. Uh, not really close to Sasuke because he really outpaced the both of them. But mm. then Naruto kept improving and she was quickly left to the fucking dust again. By the time Pain comes around, she is able to beat one big centipede. Naruto took down all six Pains. <laughs> so, like, they're not fucking close anymore. And, oh, and, and, I keep seeing Sakura stands have this argument, right? Of like, well, don't you appreciate that she's the only one on her team that didn't have any inherited powers? She didn't have any kick again, Kai, like Sasuke does. She wasn't implanted with a tailed beast at birth like Naruto was. She wasn't part of a famous clan like some of the others. It's like, even the ones that are part of famous clans, like the Inoshikacho trio, they still have to learn their moves. Okay, so you can't learn Shadow Paralysis Jutsu because it's a family secret. You know what you could have done? You could have learned some Taijutsu like Lee that didn't rely on brute strength but actually had some skill. You could have figured out what your elemental affinity was like any fucking ninja can. Never did. Is Never bothered I believe her it's stated to be water. Really? I don't think yeah, I've seen uh, her water... use water once. No, she never has used a single elemental jutsu, which are like the easiest things to learn. <laughs> uh, she just doesn't give a shit, man. She doesn't fucking care. She doesn't want to be a ninja. She wants to be a housewife. And guess what? That's what she wound up being in the end. So when people still are like, She's one of the new legendary three, and she's one of the greatest kunoi. No, she isn't. She fucking cooks meals. That is her living. She cooks for a, a legendary. What? I said she's married to one. Yeah, exactly. It's not the same thing. And people want to be like, well, she was part of the Battle of Kaguya. You know why? Because she was one of the main characters. That's it. There was no real in-story reason why it had to be her. Like, literally during the war arc, she's just random like, hey guys, I know I've been outpaced throughout this entire Shippuden series, but it turns out off-screen I was constantly concentrating chakra to my forehead to get the same diamond seal that Tsunade has. Now, out of nowhere, it suddenly appeared for the first time. I know I've never mentioned it before. Here it is. Tsunade level strength. Aren't I useful? No! You're fucking not, because even with that, you're still nowhere close to Naruto and Sasuke. Even if you were able to use mitotic regeneration now, which we've never seen her do, so I don't know that she can. 
Just because you have the seal doesn't mean you know how to use that jutsu. And it's like, it's fucking, people want to bitch about how shit is given to the others. She was literally given that just to be anywhere close to the level necessary for the final battle. Like, that was one of the most gift-wrapped power-ups I've ever seen. And Naruto has a fucking lot of them. It's so... Because I see people just constantly getting mad when I call Sakura out. And they're like, it's such a fucking uh, uh, a standard uh, bandwagony take to think she's useless. It's like, the reason it's bandwagony is because everyone universally agrees. It's not a, it, it's not a bad take just because it's popular. It's popular because it's correct. And yes, I'm aware, sometimes there are popular takes that are bullshit like again with the fucking oh the last jedi was bad it was good you're just a fucking moron like i don't always agree with whatever the general consensus of something is but she's a bad character (laughs) i don't know what you want from me (laughs) and what's what's sort of upsetting is that sakura has a series trope attached to her that she's now kind of tainted for a lot of people, which is uh, the main girl, right? Um, Mm. Sakura is the main girl of Naruto. And before her, and leading up to her, there was often certain values that were associated with main girl. A lot of them are very tsundere. Um, Should we, like, explain what like th- that Japanese term means for our non-weeb listeners. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's not like I like you or anything, but Baka. It's like you have a crush on someone, but like, which okay, soon means uh, uh, I think it's like annoyed or detached and dare means cute so uh the cute aspect comes from the fact that you like this person but the soon is like you don't want to admit that you like them right uh Mm. so it's it's very uh aggressive uh confrontational think of think of helga from hey arnold actually (laughs) that's a little before my time uh okay uh she was arnold's bully but had a shrine to him made out of bubble gum that he had chewed in her uh in her closet so i go back it means crazy (laughs) it's one step away from yandere which literally means crazy cute which is like they will openly admit that they like you they will also stab you if you try to leave them. <laughs> See, my first thought when I think that Quinn. <laughs> it's who? Sorry, you cut out. Lee Quinn. Oh. Uh, no. It's because uh, like her thing is that she doesn't want to hurt anyone. 
just because they might like the same guy as her or whatever. Like, Yandere's will go out and hunt women that even have, like, slightly positive interactions with the guy they like. Like, it's really fucked up, actually. But there are people who like that, so... <laughs> It's all fictional. Who am I to judge? But the point is, um, so like with what was I talking about with Sakura? She's a lot of people because she's she's not even that cute. There's much cuter characters in the show. Like, I don't but... get it. Oh, yes. okay. Thank you. That did remind me. So the the thing was with her main girl trope, like um, the main girls are often, like, a little bit tsundere, like, um, uh, a lot of people like Inuyasha. Uh, Kagome is kind of tsundere, right? Like, she, uh, she gets in a lot of arguments with Inuyasha, but clearly there's a lot of caring behind it. And it's like, that was done in a pretty good way. But, like, with Sakura, they try to do the tsundere thing where she just constantly hits him. And it's like, that's not tsundere, that's, That's domestic abuse. abuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting uh, side uh, fact. Inuyasha was actually anime. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's cool. My my first one was Sailor Moon. Oh, no shit. It came on right before Dragon Ball Z. I remember this very vividly. 5 o'clock p.m. was Sailor Moon, and then 5.30 p.m. was Dragon Ball Z. Um, we're definitely gonna have to talk about Sailor Moon sometime because English English viewers of that show do not know the kind of crazy shit that that series wound up doing because they just didn't do it all the way to the end here in America. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we'll we'll talk about that someday, but um, for now, uh, but yeah. So th- there's now. Oh, and, like, another main girl who was, at like, in the same era as Sakura was Ruki Akuchiki from Bleach. And she has the same sort of, like, hard-headed, aggressive, uh, argumentative, confrontational personality. But, you know, there's, like, caring behind it and all that stuff. But, like, again, I think she was done better. Um, That series as a whole was not... (laughs) Yeah, I did not uh, like that series. I liked it for the first couple seasons, and then it very quickly became clear to me that Tite Kubo was just spinning his wheels. <laughs> um, but so it's gotten to the point where, because largely of Sakura, like there's a sort of stigma against the main girl trope. Uh, like even in Bleach, uh, like the Bleach epilogue happened after the Naruto epilogue, and they clearly were just do the Naruto epilogue <laughs> for Bleach to the point where um, they were like, hey, Naruto wound up with the cute, shy girl who always uh, was very fond of him, Hinata. So we'll make sure that Ichigo gets with Orihime since she's just our Hinata. Um, uh, but like to this day, it, it actually has some reach, right? So in My Hero Academia, the main girl who is also pink in color scheme 
is uh, Ochako Uraraka. And um, uh, uh, my, my roommate actually did not like her at first because she had was still like it, it was almost like a defense mechanism like mean girl in pink oh gotta hate her uh, <laughs> and, uh, over time she's been like okay no Ochako is her own character she's actually good no reason to dislike her for the sins of some other character um, but it's that that's just sort of the level that we deal with with Sakura because it's like I, I now naturally, whenever like the first main girl is introduced in the series, I'm like, okay, so she can't be my favorite. So then I start looking at all the others. And I'm like, which one of you is going to be my favorite? Because it won't be this chick. <laughs> and there is a lot of like really great girl. Like I know people complain a lot nowadays that Masashi Kishimoto doesn't know how to write female characters. And it's like, Yes, but he doesn't really know how to write male characters either. Like, <laughs> look, all of our favorite characters are background characters. Like, to a lesser degree, ones like Shikamaru or Kakashi, they get a lot more screen time. But, like, Rock Lee is a beloved fan favorite. Really, what the fuck did Rock Lee do other than fight Gara? It's like he also fought Kimimaro that one time. But even then, Gara came in and really finished it. So it's like, yeah. okay, so what else did Rock Lee do? He watched Guy fight a much more impressive battle. Yeah, that, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. Doesn't that fucking suck? His, <laughs> it's like... Kishimoto made a character that everyone loved and then just didn't fucking do anything with him. And it's like a lot of the favorite characters suffer from that. Excuse me. Um, like, Gara did some stuff here and there, but other than two little stories in Shippuden, he's largely gone after he had become a massive favorite character. Um, yeah. Like, uh, everybody always wanted to see more of Shino, but he was just, like, never there. Uh, a lot of people like Kiba, again, after the Sasuke retrieval arc, the fuck did Kiba do? <laughs> Vanished. Pretty much. So it's not so much an issue of the girls are written badly specifically it's that Masashi Kishimoto made a bunch of fantastic supporting characters but did not know that he should maybe put a little focus on them and less on just the main four two of the main four suck and that that's where a lot of my problem is is that like Sakura is is she's given so much screen time but ultimately all she does with it is in part one she berates naruto for being a bad ninja while simultaneously asking him to save her all the time uh 
uh, and exposit uh, world building information for us. But even then, that's done better by characters like Akashi uh, or Jiraiya. Uh, Fucking love in part Jiraiya. Two, in, in part two, she was a, a player in one major battle, uh, which was uh, against Sasori. But even then, it was really Chio. Like, people like to point at the fact that Sakura, quote-unquote, beat an Akatsuki. She was literally puppeteered by a better ninja through 90% of that fight. She That's was like just saying there. She was just there. <laughs> That's like saying fucking uh, the spear that was in Zabuza's back killed Zabuza. <laughs> <laughs> she was a tool to be used by a competent ninja. She, that's, that was the height of Sakura's uh, character being used as a blunt instrument. Still amazes me how people think she's a great character. <laughs> yeah, like, in terms of personality, again, her motivation is based purely on uh, physical sexual attraction with little to no care about actually getting to know the person behind the face. Like, I'm sorry, Sasuke should not have just suddenly decided, like, yeah, I'll get married to you at the end of Naruto, because he never once had any interest in Sakura, and she never had any interest in him, really, outside of, like, if they banged, then I'd be like, sure, whatever. Sasuke probably hasn't gotten his dick wet in a while. And, like, that that's fulfilling Sakura's entire purpose of existence, right? She finally banged the guy she wanted to bang. Congrats, now you can fucking die for all I care. Like, she... So, that, like, that is her motivation. Her personality is one where she will um, be cruel and hateful, mock orphans, uh, demand that others protect in an effort to protect herself, uh, then complain that the ones protecting her aren't good enough at their job of protecting her. Uh, just, like, so it's like, motivation personality she's not even the cutest character like she's actually the ugliest she is one of the the fucking characters in the show call her ugly <laughs> sai and naruto both think she's ugly naruto more subconsciously because he did it waking up from a dream but still um Oh, wait, no, Sai's thing was, like, he was backwards at the time or whatever. Like, he was like, oh, you shouldn't call people based on what their personality traits actually... No, no, no. He did think Sakura was ugly. He he called her ugly because that's what he really felt. And then when he met Eno, um, he also thought Eno was ugly. <laughs> but But he was like, I learned from Sakura that I shouldn't say what I really think about someone. So he called her beautiful. Which then made Sakura more mad. <laughs> <laughs> Which, now that I think about it, is also fucked up because don't they get married? They literally do. Sai marries Eno call because he called her beautiful while he really thought she was ugly. 
He's but living also, a lie. But also, what's wrong with Psy? Because Eno is clearly hot. I don't know. I was not. I I've always been a fan of ponytails, and I think the the like Shippuden design of the one eye covered, like something about that, really does it for me. Uh. The midriff also helps. I'll admit. <laughs> but like, also, uh, and it's like in terms of like even body type. Sakura doesn't have a whole lot going on. Like, I know a lot of, you know, uh, adult fan art of Sakura likes to make her with these giant Tsunade titties, but it's like, she's been saying multiple times to be pretty flat. And and you know who isn't? Fucking Hinata, Hinata. the best girl. Hinata. Because, like, she wears these massive oversized baggy sweaters and clothes and stuff because, you know, she's shy girl. But then, like, even in part one, when she was like really young, you remember the bit after Neji kind of fucked her up in that fight and they had to like open her jacket to like resuscitate her heart and shit? It was like, it was like, wow, she's, you can tell all of a sudden that she's really well developed for her age. And that probably sounds really creepy. I'm sorry. I'm just stating an observation. <laughs> I was also like 11 when I watched that. So it's fine. Um, but then like, you know, years later, it's like, oh my fucking God, as soon as you see her, like in the hot springs or whatever, and even soccer is just staring at her chest and she's just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so what, what does that cover? Uh, personality, motivations, physical appearance, uh, abilities again she never and uh was given one of her base best abilities just as an afterthought by the writer um off screen apparently uh oh yeah and like be like oh but she constantly wants to improve herself and i'm like what because she does that she says like she says like 50 times in the series, like, I'm not going to be left behind anymore. Okay, you know what she's doing? She's talking. You know what you never see her do? Train. Not once in the show do we see her put in actual effort to learn a thing. The closest we got is the flashback of her getting beat up by Sonata until she had super strength. Like kill just to get hit. Exactly. It was never to be a good ninja. And like, you know what should have happened? Like, she should have been the same terrible character in part one, and then in Shippuden to have recognized like Oh, you know, I, I should put in effort. Like, I, I'm i good at being a ninja. I should do this for myself as well. And then, like, at that part... You remember the part where, um, like, right after Sasuke killed Danzo, and then Sakura showed up, and she couldn't bring herself to kill him, and he was totally about to murder her? Like, yeah. that should have been the part of, like, I had my priorities fucked up this whole time. I shouldn't have been doing things for a guy... I should have been doing them for myself and then have her start regularly trying to improve as a ninja, you know, for her own sake. Uh, and, and, 
she really did have soul to become a great ninja too yeah and not even just a great ninja a great character because let's be real as teenagers we all make dumb fucking decisions that we wind up regretting but it's like she's never once regretted her constant like lusting after sasuke because she got rewarded for it in the end she didn't get punished she was just fine being a housewife at the end of the day to a, a girl who i'm pretty sure isn't even hers like, I don't think Serata is her child. Actually is. She just... Uh, fucks her name. Karin. Yeah. Serata's, though. I thought there was a thing where, like, Karin and some Orochimaru cult or whatever kidnapped her. And, like, has that not happened in the anime yet? Yeah, they did kidnap her, and then they not actually her. Oh, okay, whatever. If I'm remembering that, have a very shit memory. <laughs> Man, I'll be honest. I don't really give a shit. The point is that, like, she, she the she could have been a character to establish that, like, just because you make mistakes and do dumb teenage over romantic bullshit when you're a kid. Like, doesn't mean that you can't still grow past that, learn from your mistakes. I always said, one of, the way Naruto should have ended, Naruto should have been put in a position where he was forced to kill Sasuke. Like, imagine what that would have done for the story, because it it would force Naruto to confront the fact that he has been holding himself back due to an obsession uh all of his you know all of these years it would force him to reconsider the the cycle of pain thing because it's like you you have one person who is extremely comfortable and constantly living that cycle of pain sasuke is always like as soon as he discovers some new hurt that he can feel he decides he wants to unleash that hurt on the world he is exactly what Nagato warned Naruto about. Um, and, like... And, like, if Sasuke was fucking dead at the end, then it would actually give Sakura a chance to grow as a character, but no, it couldn't have that. Because the power of friendship trumps all. I'm sorry, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you cannot reconnect with a former friend because they are too far gone. That is reality, and I wish Naruto tackled that issue. But it didn't. They said, if you aggressively go against what someone wants from the bottom of their heart, hard enough for long enough, you can change what they want as a person and make them your friend again. People to do that shit. Naruto should not have succeeded at that. I mean, you can. It's I mean, just not right. <laughs> it, yeah, if you want to fucking mentally manipulate someone. <laughs> but, like, that's not a basis for a good friendship. Also, Sasuke was a terrorist and deserved to be punished. And he just didn't because he was Naruto's friend. 
hate the fact that he just got off Scott. He literally said he wanted to kill all the Kage and start a world revolution. And it's like, I'm, I'm not against revolution. Clearly there's some issues in your world <laughs> that should be taken care of, but like slaughtering a bunch of people world leaders especially probably not the best answer oh yeah because he didn't even just want to kill all the kage he wanted to kill all of the like uh the feudal lords and shit which like granted again maybe we shouldn't have feudal lords but (laughs) it's not like he he was just doing that Donzo shit. He literally said the same shit of like, I want to be the ruler of the world, but I want to do it from the shadows where like only the people at the very tippy top know that I'm pulling the strings. That's literally exactly what Donzo wanted. Yeah. And we all think Donzo is such a shit character. He was so bad and he deserved to be punished. But, oh, Sasuke's handsome and not old and covered in eyeballs. So I guess it's fine when he does it. Fucking whatever, man. Anyway. That description. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. I I have a way with words. Um, (laughs) Okay. Is there... Do we want to, like... I would say let's go over what abilities Sakura has as a character, but we already did. She can heal. She can punch hard enough to break rock. And she has the academy level jutsu. That's it. Yeah. In in case I am incorrect, and I know I'm not, I will look at her wiki page to see if I can... Yeah, here we go. Abilities. Okay. Chakra control and physical prowess. Again, that's the rock-breaking strength. Okay. Ninjutsu. Oh, sorry. She learned the summoning jutsu. Congrats. You learned something Naruto learned when he was 12. Uh, Wait, when did she learn that? Actually, I don't remember that. She summoned Katsuyu uh, during the war when um, Sasuke summoned a big snake and uh, Naruto summoned Gamakichi. Right. Okay. Yeah, they did the team seven summoning. Uh uh, she could heal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it says here she can use earth, water, yin, and yang release. I don't know what she did with yin or yang release, unless healing is like maybe yang. Because I know yang is like positive, right? So that might be healing. I thought Naruto okay, and Sasuke but then, were two that could use yin-yang. They can use yin-yang release, uh, but yin or yang uh, separately are actually used almost subconsciously for a bunch of moves. Like, I think the expansion jutsu of the Akamichi clan uses yang. I think um, the shadow moves... Uh, that the Naras have are Yin, I believe. Let me look these up real quick, just so I'm not making an ass out of myself. Uh, do, 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 do. Yin release. 
yeah, the Nara clan use Yin release uh, for the shadows, and a lot of Genjutsu technically falls under Yin release as well. Um, and then for Yang release, uh, yep, the Akamichi clan use it to increase the size of their bodies. Uh, yep. So that those are some things that oh uh it also says that the mind body transfer uh technique uh like that the uh yamanaka clan uses uh is mentioned to use spiritual energy similar to yin release but it never specifically says that it's yin release so it's like off brand yin release <laughs> probably is yin but i feel like they just never said it but anyway, regardless, even if Yang is what she's doing with her healing jutsu, that doesn't explain yin, that doesn't explain water, it doesn't explain earth. Like, and no, punching rocks really hard isn't a fucking earth release, unless they say earth style before they do it. Rock Lee would have earth place. Yeah, you know, he doesn't have shit, so like, clearly exactly. that's not the case. He has chakra control for his, like, you know, um, amplifying his body and using the eight inner gates and stuff, but chakra control is not the same as a jutsu. Um, yeah, she can use medical ninjutsu. She's smart. It literally lists intelligence as one of her abilities. Um, and that's it. That's all she does. Like, she can lay traps, but so can fucking anyone. <laughs> she she doesn't even have, like, like, shuriken or kunai ability, like, listed on her. Because, like, the, the amount of times that she's actually thrown throwing weapons are so infrequent in the series like the only two times i can actually remember that she really did the first time was during the land of waves where she was trying to throw a kunai to sasuke when he was trapped in the crystal ice mirrors and haku caught it so she just armed an enemy it was Great job. The one time she actually tried to do something, she made things worse. Um, and then the only other time, I think, was when she threw a kunai at a rope, maybe, to set off a trap in the forest of death. Did she actually no, set it off, or did she miss? No, actually, I remember. she. There was a rope that was behind her, and she cut it normally with the kunai. She didn't throw it. So I only remember her throwing a ranged weapon once. And it made an enemy stronger. Knife, <laughs> so good for her. <laughs> she can cut a rope. I can cut a fucking rope. She could also cut her uh, hair. Yeah. Hey, you know what would have been more effective than cutting her hair? Fucking stabbing the... the okay, that's a scene that we need to talk about before we wrap this up. So... Not only did she not stab Kin, and, like, there's some argument that could be made that maybe she would have been prepared to defend herself. Like, she clearly saw the kunai, so, like, 
she could have probably dodged or whatever. So like cutting her own hair was sort of gave her freedom and a sort of element of surprise. Okay, fine. But then what does she use with that element of surprise? She used uh, clone jutsu a couple times to do a maneuver to get the drop on Zaku. Okay, now she's a ninja. She has a fucking blade in her hand. She's caught her enemy completely off guard. She is falling on top of them from above, meaning that she has, like, uh, gravity helping her with leverage. She could fucking stab him in his eye, slit his throat, fucking slit his hands so that he can't do his uh, sonic wave. Any number of things. What does she do? Do you remember what she does? I actually... She bites his arm. She bites his arm and then lays there, flopping like a fish, while he punches her skull in over and over and over. She (gasps) does not bother lifting her arms to block. She does not bother using her kunai to cut him. She just, with her mouth alone, bites his arm and lays there as she gets hit in the head until the Inoshikacho trio come in to save her life. At that point, she's just a... (laughs) (laughs) No, because even a dog, if you start hitting it, will, like, move? (laughs) (laughs) So she's more used than a dog. Exactly. What I'm saying is Akamaru is stronger than Sakura. (laughs) Not Kiba and Akamaru, just Akamaru. <laughs> you know what Akamaru can do? He can use a fucking transformation jutsu. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I've never gotten over that. I just. You are. You have the absolute advantage to fuck this dude up and you just do a chihuahua move <laughs> that's it <laughs> and like it's not even like she really fucked up his arm like it, it looked like she was just kind of hurting him she, it, she might have broken the skin a little bit but like For the amount of time she spent there chomping his arm, his fucking flesh should have been, like, rended. Like, I know if I was biting someone in the arm, I would rip a fucking chunk of their arm out (laughs) by that point. I think he came out with, like, bite marks that were a little bit bleeding. That's it? Pretty much. That is fucking horrible. (laughs) She was there! For like 10 minutes and I'm aware, I'm aware that that was like anime time because they were having flashbacks and shit but like she took multiple blows to the head like 20 of them so she had to be there for at least like 20 seconds just biting his arm and again like I can't stress this enough it's not like her arms were paralyzed they were literally just laying at her side and she she wasn't using her weapon or trying to block the hand that he was fucking delivering these hammer blows to her skull with. She just was like, why use arms? I have teeth. I think on that wiki page, they should remove the... 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, like, early on in the show, um, Kakashi made a big point of, like, she's got great chakra control. She's doing even better at chakra control than you, Sasuke. It's like, okay, he spent a few nights in the woods and then was doing better than her. (laughs) So... (laughs) So it's like the one thing they decided to give her. It's like, well, when these other two actually try for a few days, they can outpace her. Because like with the with the tree climbing, we saw her climb up to like the first branch of a tree as she was sitting there. Naruto and Sasuke made it all the way to the top of one of these tall ass trees. So, I mean, right, right off the bat, we have we know Naruto has way better control. Just aside from using uh, and Kuruma, I think that's how you... Uh, Kurama. Kurama, like, yeah. And using fucking... All while mixing that with his own fucking chakra. Yeah, like, the feats that... Because, like, I see here in the feats of Sakura... They're, they're like, she could even heal others from a distance. And it's like, Naruto literally gave uh, Ninetales cloaks to an army of people. <laughs> so I don't want to hear shit about anything that so- Sakura could do remote healing. Cool. Uh, but like, and like the thing with Naruto is that he was shown to have shit chakra control in the beginning. The only reason he could make shadow clones is because he had a nearly infinite well of chakra. But like, he was never particularly good at controlling it. He wasted so much making those. So the fact that he wound up by the end still being better than her. It's like, can you imagine if Sakura put in a fraction of the effort? that the other two do, like, she would be uh, devastating in her own right. But Not she useless. doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Can I point out that's, one that's thing my... that's actually really funny? What's that? So in Boruto, Nart, he's right. still technically beginning. But why? (laughs) (laughs) I just find that funny that he's literally the equivalent of the (laughs) elementary schooler. Yeah. It's like the president never went to middle school. (laughs) You know what? I'll say elementary school is the academy. Middle school should be like Genin. High school would be like a Chunin. And then having gone to college is like you're a Jonin. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, I never even bothered going to high school, but I'm the president. Which actually, you know what? Given our recent political landscape, doesn't sound too far fetched. No, it it does not. (laughs) (sighs) Politics. Well, all right. So I think. We've pretty succinctly gotten out there why uh, Sakura sucks. Is there any other aspects like that you want to get out now so that we don't have to bring her up again in later episodes? Um, 
physical appearance, I actually don't really have anything up. But why the fuck all did right. he make her hair pink? Out of all the colors. <laughs> it's because it's, well, pink haired anime girls are a thing, and also um, she's a Sakura, get it? She's a cherry blossom. <laughs> I think making her hair pink actually made her look worse than if they made it like a different color probably like i like pink is maybe my second least favorite hair color with anime my my least favorite hair color is that like flat bright green that you see sometimes like i think the chick from code geass has like the sort of lime green hair I'm talking about. Yeah. I hate that shit. It's just disgusting to me. I hate that. Um, if it's like a dark green, like Tatsumaki from One Punch Man or uh, Asui from My Hero Academia, that's fine. But like, it's that really bright green. It, like, elf green or whatever that i'm just it's not just a with. gross color it really is. uh uh a friend of mine from back in the day once uh called a car of a certain hue baby shit green and i think that applies here <laughs> uh all right well uh this is probably the part where we start to wrap things up uh do you have like a Twitter or anything that you want to plug? Uh, Facebook. Uh, ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> All right. So I'll I'll tell you what. Um, DM me after we're done here, and I will in the description of the episode put your Facebook page. All right. Um. I'm at Beyond Blue 13 on Twitter. Maybe don't follow me unless you like if you only want stuff about this podcast, probably don't follow me because that's my personal Twitter. And I really shouldn't make like an actual Cape Corner Twitter, but I'm lazy and I haven't gotten around to that yet. Um, other than that, uh, feel free to support me on Anchor. Um, uh, uh, Please share this episode with some friends. Uh, even if you share it with a friend, like, you know, getting the exposure out there really helps a lot. Uh, join the Cape Corner Discord. We have uh, like polls where you can pick the next character from time to time. We have, you know, memes and uh, there, there's a channel where you can get in debates on who would win a fight between X character and Y character. I um, think all the episodes. Yeah, you an X fan, huh? Not a zero fan. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and generally, just a really cool community where you know people are fun to hang out with. Um, I feel like there's another thing that I'm supposed to plug. I told you to share the episode. I told you to join the Twitter and the Discord. Whatever. I feel like I forget something every single one of these. So, 
Spotify. You, you know, I I'm on Spotify. Yes, I'm on Spotify and Breaker and Google Podcasts. But if you're listening to this, you've probably already found something that you want to listen to me on. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, do you have any like closing things that you want to say? Um, best girl. You are correct. Uh, out of I, every... I... I've watched Anata's still best girl. Ooh, that's difficult. Cause like I do oh, I've loved her since episode one, but also like Miriko. Mina is literally my phone background. Maybe we'll I'll have an episode to say across every anime episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I might actually have to do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, with that, uh, I will say thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, stay strong, stay true to yourselves, and remember, we can all be heroes.